Fun counter guy, thanks for dropping by. Welcome to this In the Corner Back by the Woodpile podcast, fluorescent decade on a hill edition, where we celebrate the most fantabulous decade ever, the 1980s. This time we go back in time to break the law just to see the Ramones and to watch China wake up from its bad dream. But first, let's go to the roller rink. Why? Because we've got a serious crush on a major fox. What do you need to know about my first crush? Well, I mean, so what? Well, I mean, how are you gonna make her yours? <laughs> well, you know, basically joking around. That was that's always been my thing. Yeah, to, uh, you are funny, and girls like funny. I uh, I like to think that I have a decent sense of humor, mm-hmm. and we became friends. You know, but uh, never girlfriend boyfriend. Well, no, we're talking puppy love. Well, I know, but I mean, back then it was innocent. And you got to walk. Well, around oh, it was serious for me. Yeah, I mean, I was I was all in, but yeah, I was uh, buying the house and, and the property. <laughs> <laughs> I had big plans. Apparently, she didn't. But I mean, back then, what would that constitute? Like, I remember, like, you get to hang out at recess usually with. Oh the- yeah, well, oh. That was at recess. That was it. You know, it's like I can remember recess, like me and Judd and uh, Alan and everybody. Basically, our whole recess was spent chasing them, mm. her and her friend Christy. Yeah. So yeah, we basically chased them around and uh, tie them to the fence. Really? <laughs> with uh, with like the weeds that were hanging, on, you know, like honeysuckle on the fence or something. We tie them. With that, they I couldn't break free. Oh well, I'm sure they could. I mean, come on, they're, they're like, don't do that to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was their that was their angle. <laughs> I know they were playing hard to get. <laughs> it's a learning curve when you're fifth grade, but you know, and it's funny. I, I didn't really see myself as introverted and shy at the time because I had never been shot down. Or, mm-hmm. So I was just going for it, you know, joking around, right. chasing them. Then the final straw. I guess I. Started calling her house and stuff, and and I, her parents didn't like. You know, you're in fourth and fifth grade. You can't be doing this stuff already. So she had to split with me, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I was crushed. Yeah. But before that happened, my big memory: moonlight skating at USA Skate. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so she she skated with you? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I mean, how did you guys work that out? Oh no. See, what happened was uh, 
I talked my mom or something into taking me and my buddies roller skating. A weekend, probably. And I had the idea to call her up and invite her, too, you know. Uh-huh. So And she agreed, and we went. So she w- rode with y'all? Oh, yeah. With yeah, your, your mom yeah. drove you? In the back of the station wagon, like everybody had in the early oh. 80s, right? Wow, this is great. You know, you yeah. had like six kids in the back with no seatbelt. But yeah, we went we went roller skating, but we went to the USA Skates, which was the big hangout, mm-hmm. if anybody knows the area. Mm-hmm. And... 95% of that day was spent with me and the guys running around acting stupid while she skated by herself. Oh, no. <laughs> you couldn't you know, uh, you're, abandon you're your torn, crew. You know, you're torn in yeah. fifth grade. Do I hang out with but my they buds knew. or do I? But your friends knew what you were up to. Uh, they, just, they just consider her part of the group, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, the moonlight skating came on, you know, after all yeah. that three hours of goofing off and running around and just being a boy. But uh, I did finally get up the nerve and it was a big deal for me, you know, in fourth or fifth grade to ask her to moonlight skate with me. It's couples uh, only, too, because if you didn't have a girl, you you gotta get off the floor. Oh, well, the big guy in the gorilla suit would throw you in the penalty box for like four songs and you couldn't get out and do the hokey pokey. uh, (laughs) Which is social suicide. (laughs) Right. If you're not in the hokey pokey group, you might as well just be out on the curb picking your nose. You're not... (laughs) But yes, I did manage to get up the nerve to ask her to moonlight skate, and we did moonlight skate. We held hands. Really? I know, I haven't washed my hands. Since. <laughs> and, and I did my big chivalry act. By the end of that, I bought some uh, hot tamales, the candy, and bought them for her, and she ate them and stuff. So then like a week or two later after that's when the big, I, I guess I got her in trouble for calling her too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she said, you know, kind of broke off uh-huh. the big relationship. And so Judd said, well, you puke those hot tamales up right now. (laughs) He had my back. My boy had my back. So I saw this movie. uh, I can't remember the name of it. The Little Bow Wow's in it. Oh, was it Roll Bounce? Were there like kids from South South Chicago or something? Yeah, Megan Good is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So Not a great story or anything. No, no, no. No, but it's filmed real well. Yeah, but so... In the late 80s, we used to roller skate at Brentwood Skate Center. Brentwood Skate Center is still there. Sunday night, yes. They would make the the neon lights that were on the ceiling, they would make the lights move to the music. But I remember the guys, like they'd have routines. Oh my God, at my high school, we had, there were these triplets, really tall guys. And they had routines. Whoa. (laughs) Yes. That's like from a movie. Yes. Do you remember their names? No. No, 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 no. No. What which school did you go to? Hillsborough. Hillsborough, okay. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, so they would they would always be at the skating rink and they would do their routines wow. and stuff. That's awesome. I wish we could find those guys. I have no idea who or where they are. And you had to have all the right moves. And you had. To did you have them? No, I really didn't. The people that were really cool were the people that could skate frontwards and then all of a sudden they spin around and they're skating backwards and every time I tried to do that I wiped out. There was this game that we used to play called Duck Duck something where everybody got down on their haunches and it was like a train and uh-huh. you pushed the person in front of you and we'd go around the rink like that. Oh, it's yeah. pretty deep. So you're telling me about a trick that you never did conquer. Yeah, there's a truck move we used to practice back at the skating ring. It's called trucking? Yeah, trucking. They used to always have events, different races and relays and stuff. And 
I don't know what it was. I was trying to impress this girl. I'd seen her there. A what couple was her weeks. name? Oh no, nah, her first name out there. Her first name. Tiffany. Tiffany. Okay. You know, I, I, I seen her hit the floor, so I'm like, I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna get out there, and I'm coming around the first turn. I'm like. Yeah, you know, I took a little step, and I thought I had it, so, you know, I'm just going to try to truck on around, and it, and, it, and it worked out, you know. I seen everybody look back, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, boost the confidence, boost the confidence, you know. I'm around the second turn, and I, I go to truck, and as soon as my foot crosses over, man, I just wipe out two people, man. <laughs> oh, no. And it was so crazy, because I remember falling, but as soon as I looked up, I seen her. It was like she, was, she came all the way around, and, man, they were just dogging, they, they were just rolling, you know. And it was, she laughed at you too, Tiffany. Yes, yeah, she did. Oh, but you no. know, you know, the best thing about it, you know, everybody came over. They helped me up, helped oh, everybody cool. up, you know, and and we all did it together. Oh, cool. Yeah, they showed me the move. Tiffany included. Tiffany included. Wow. Yeah, it turned out to be a good night, man. It did you get to night. kiss her or anything? No. Never no. ever. No, we didn't make it there. One of my buddies did though. Whoa. <laughs> well, tell me about that. Well. There's a little robbery going there. A you know? friendly rivalry? Yeah, okay. yeah, you know. We are trying to see, you know, who could get there first, you know, and, and I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Tiffany today? Uh, I'm not really not sure, not sure. We lost contact after uh, elementary and just went our separate ways. Maybe every weekend she goes to the roller rink. I don't know. I might have to take the kids out there and look out. We spent a lot of time at the 80s roller rink, especially the one on um, Charlotte in West Nashville that's no longer there. That's, I think it's a laundromat or something now, Captain D's. But oh yeah, we spent many a Friday and a Saturday night doing our roller rinky things. I never skated well. So but you, you it wasn't doing the, tricks? And no, it wasn't about that. It was about getting down there, first talking somebody's parent into taking you down there. And then once you get there, finding your group of friends and hopefully finding the guy that you like <laughs> and being able to hang out at the roller rink, maybe going to one of the dark corners and making out a little bit oh. in the roller rink. But that's what going to the roller rink was about here in the 80s. It wasn't about technically skating. Uh -huh. It was more of a place to hang out and Mixed. neck. Yes, it was about necking. Yeah. They had some really good DJs at the roller rink uh -huh. here. Anytime they played the um, Top Gun thing, the Kenny Long song, that's when everybody would try to get out there and start skating and when every people would get hurt. Danger zone. Man. Oh, was it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a danger zone. When Mickey came on, like all the girls would go out there and we'd be skating. Uh, You'd get there about, hopefully somebody's parents could drop you off after dinner about 5, 30, 6 o'clock. And they have all the lightning skates and all the other regular skates. And then I guess it's probably about 8, 30, 45, they start doing the moonlight skates. Oh, so they do yeah. it towards the end, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's, <laughs> do you remember any songs they played for that? Well, a lot of Journey. Biggest Journey fan, yeah. and they did a lot of Berlin and Oh, Take My Breath Away. Oh God, yes, I hate that song. Almost Paradise. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I hate that song too. Almost Paradise. Endless Love, the ultimate 
slow dance song. Uh-huh. You had to be really serious about somebody though to slow dance with them for that. Right. Because you're like professing your love and that slow dance. It's endless love. It's not just it's like, like yeah, no, this is forever. Yeah. Which was scary. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, there were people that whenever the slow songs would come on, they would like run from the dance floor, like, yeah. ah, get yeah. me out of here. Yeah. And it was something that would just run on to the dance floor. Oh yeah, like you know, I'm I'm dancing with you. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. My love, my love, my endless love. You were saying earlier, it's the roller rink is where you went to meet girls or you could meet girls up there well yeah that was the one of the few places that we had to uh to congregate in our small town you know that or the movie theater and do you think because it was monitored by adults it was okay or the um yeah to a certain extent we still found ways to uh to sneak off and you know right. get, get some kisses and right. you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> so could, give me an example of like a girl that you really had your eye on stacy okay without a doubt I didn't, I didn't i didn't have to think about it okay and so and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I actually joined the chorus because she was in court, just so I could be next to her. Isn't wow. that crazy? That's no, that's great. That's, that's <laughs> love. So how did the roller rink factor into Stacey? That's actually where I, I saw her. Of course, she was with her her boyfriend or whatnot. And, oh uh, no! When I saw her, I just I, I'm like, man, I got to have her. I uh-huh. got to have her. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you go about it? I think that uh, my shoe in in the door was the fact that I was in chorus, so I got to spend a lot of time around her. Okay. And, and her boyfriend wasn't in chorus. Oh uh, no, no, no! I think he he might have been a jock. I'm not sure. She was actually my first kiss. All right. Yeah. On the bus, we were going to a chorus competition on the bus. Oh wow. Yeah. And so, where was the boyfriend at this point? Um, probably doing jock stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you stole her from him? Uh, not exactly. Uh, we dated on and off, you know, between mm. he and I, you know, for okay. probably about a year. Did that ever bug you? Like, did she would go back to him? No, because she wasn't the only girlfriend. You know, uh, you know okay. come on okay. now, you know. <laughs> okay, so it was, it was fair game. Okay, let's go. And my first kiss with a girl that was actually fond of another kid another boy and we were at the roller skating rink. To my recollection there was some sort of mouthing off going between me and the other boy or whatever and I ended up saying something that was nice or something that the girl thought was really brave or really cool. So like all the other kids we're all on you know roller skates and we're on the rink. The lights are going and everything you know and as kids at that age well you know they start crowding around and then they start you know kiss 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 you know and so I'm in the corner and they're all like cornered me in and they're all like behooving her to, to, to kiss me, and so she did. Wow. So that was interesting. On the lips? Yeah. Wow. Not a big, huge, right. you know, movie smoocher, but it was... What did you think? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> How old was I? 11? Did anything ever go with that girl later? That's great. No. She came, well, she came over to my house the, the week after. I have a memory of my mom pinning her down on the floor and tickling her to death. Yeah, and I remember like wanting to get in there and help tickle so that I could like, you know. Touch her? Yeah, touch her. <laughs> you sly dog. I know, I was such a hornball. <laughs> so at least your mom liked her, I mean that was, Yeah. But it never went anywhere, huh? No, not, not really. You know, we hung out a few times, rode bikes together, and I think we ended up kissing one more time somewhere like on a on a rock wall or something, Sweet. but it didn't really go. He's just too young and you never really right. hold anything. And that other guy lost out completely? I don't remember. I'm sure they maybe they kissed too. Maybe okay. she was a tramp, I don't know. 
My favorite roller rink memory is just really vacation Bible school. That's when we all would go to the really? roller rink. Yeah. Now, did they have yeah. a special night for you guys? No, they didn't have a special night. It was just on Friday at the end of vacation Bible school. We'd all go down to the roller rink. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Michael Jackson. That, I mean, he was, for us, that was it. Beat it. I want to rock with you. We went to the roller ring on Saturdays and it was funny. You would have these hipsters that were dressed with leather jackets on that would hang around the roller rings. Would While they actually skate? They would skate, but they would sit on the side, you know, with the Ruby's Cube in their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah, you know. And, <laughs> and people thought that was... Cool. It's like when Fonzie walked in on the show. Yeah. On Happy days. People thought <laughs> Fonzie was cool. He was too cool to get angry, too cool to be happy. But when he did something, whatever it was, he was cool. <laughs> and when people would see these hipsters that hang around the skating ring on Saturday evenings, <laughs> with a Rubik's cube, they were a Rubik's cube. Come and they'd be, on. <laughs> and then and and then you know, do a little skate here and there, then they go back to working their puzzle at the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and so, that was cool. I mean, to us, we thought that was cool. I mean, now we saw that, we're like, what is this guy doing? He's just, he wants to be skating, not working at Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Then you had the Rubik's Cube. I never could get more than one freaking side on that thing. It would piss me off because the other guys would be like flipping it around in like 20 seconds getting like four sides. And everybody would eventually just start peeling the stickers off and reapplying. <laughs> it's a lot easier. It was a lot. Of, or if you think about it, you could have just bought it in the package and never touched it because yeah. it came already made. Right. It was always a, a Saturday evening because <laughs> with us, everything was on time and on point. You go to the skating rink on the, in the evening of Saturday, you could get home for a certain time because you had to be home so you could prepare to go to church the next day, the next morning. And uh, like you said, it was Michael Jackson, the Gap Band. Swords um, and D's, Lisa Lisa and the Colt Jam. Culture Club, Boy George, oh, yeah. I'll Tumble For You. And then you would do like Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hungry Like a Wolf. <laughs> Hungry Like a Wolf. I mean, that, that was like, yeah. That, that's but, just like uh, dripping testosterone, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, like one other person who was important to me later in life, I kind of discovered her later, Sheena Easton. gosh Sheena Easton and she also had you know she worked with Prince for a little while mm-hmm. I just thought she was just awesome I mean to this day I think Sheena Easton is awesome Prince like whatever he put his hands on a woman uh, if for some reason they become possessed Sheena E was possessed by Prince Glamorous Apollonia. Life. Vanity. Mm-hmm. 
I it did. was a great time. The 80s was a great time. It was a great time for Prince, obviously, because yeah. I, I think he slept about with all these women. <laughs> and they all had that same look. Dark look, features. Dark features. Fair, but dark features. Yeah. yeah. And they was like his counterpart. Yeah, Raven Beauties. That's what they were. You know, uh, Art, I was asking him, why, why did they call him Vanity Six? Because, you know, there's only three girls in the band. He said, because six breasts. <laughs> Oh, wow! <laughs> like, that's so Prince. Yeah. <laughs> that's genius. I have zero roller skating skills. I roller skate and I skate the same way I would skateboard. So I keep my right foot straight mm. to steer and then I push with my left foot. So if I were to actually try and take off and glide with both feet in a fluid motion like everybody else roller skates, wouldn't happen. I'd land on my ass. But if I keep the one foot straight and push with the other. So you're good on one foot. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know if I'd call it good, but. hottest girls knew how to skate just impeccably of course they went for the guys that could skate well too and i was not one of them i was either holding on to the side or <laughs> doing my uh, one foot push steer with the other foot thing that was not attractive apparently to you know fourth and fifth grade girls. i think it's pretty hot too bad you weren't back there skating with me did you ever get the moonlight skate with anybody no, they'd probably play some 80s slow jam. What's that, Atlantic Star? That song you like? Always, oh yeah. Or you would hold on to the side and just imagine yourself slow skating with a girl? No, that would be pathetic. I would probably go to the nacho cart or I would go to the bathroom and uh, or I'd take my skates up and make up some story how they were defective and ask for another pair till the song was over. Oh, that's pitiful. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, there was something that. about the roller skate nachos. Whenever I smell nachos and also a nasty carpet, those two smells combined is roller rink. Well, of course, because everybody has taken their nasty shoes off and mm -hmm. set them aside and put on the skate. I mean, of course, that, that carpet never gets clean. Mm. And they always had the gum Oof. flattened into it. Exactly. <laughs> Little black squares from where it's gotten stepped on a million times. I didn't look forward to roller skating day, other than the fact that I did get to hear a bunch of great music, you know, turned me on to a lot of early jam, you know, club type music, I guess, just, you know, from Shannon, Let the Music Play. We started dancing and now put us into our group. I mean, I remember Abracadabra by Steve Miller Band. Yeah, like, they would one. always play that. You remember that one hit, the Hokey Pokey? Well, yeah. That was my jam. <laughs> Trying to do the Hokey Pokey on, you know. One foot. <laughs> well, yeah, especially on skates, too. <laughs> I get to see your, uh, uh, I can't see that. Like, no. 
when we went down to see my mom's side of the family in Alabama, I took us to a roller rink down there. Mm -hmm. And I, I, as first I remember that real electro funk stuff like Zap, I was assuming mm -hmm. that's what it was because I was so young. But I remember a lot of robot voices mm -hmm. and the bass line wasn't actually a bass guitar, it was actually a synthesizer. Yeah. But I also remember the first time I smelled relaxer. <laughs> <laughs> yes! The curl! Yeah. Oh, that's what you were smelling, yeah. was the curl. Oh, the jerry curl? Yes, yeah. that's what you were smelling. I remember thinking, like, what yeah. does that smell? It's kind of like a medical smell. <laughs> yes. And my mom says, hey, no, that's rude. Don't don't ask those questions. <laughs> but I didn't make the connection between roller skating with a bunch of black folks and that smell. <laughs> that soul glow. My soul uncle. glow, yes. Yeah, that's my uncle's favorite part in... Um, uh, coming to America, uh -huh. whenever um, Eric LaSalle, that was the actor that played, um, I guess he, he played kind of like the antagonist. Mm -hmm. And what was his love interest name? Lisa, what is her real name? She was married to Kandeem Hardison at one time. But anyway, all of her relatives had curls, and whenever they got up from the sofa, there was this ring on the sofa from their curl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they had that soul. Oh, yeah. Just let your soul go! Just let it shine through. Just let it <laughs> That's so, so part of the 80s in the plastic cap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was always a fight. Okay. Uh, there was always a breakup. Every now and then you'd see a couple out there and, you know, you could tell they were having issues and. It, it always pan out on the floor and they break up. On the skating floor. Yeah, it seemed like on the floor and she just, you know, you'd see one of them split ways and usually the female, you know, she'd be over crying on the wall. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, it's part of it. That just opens the door for fellow skaters. I have to say, this sounds like a guy way I think like, oh, I'm gonna break over on the floor. This, <laughs> this would be stuck. The guys that were going real fast and you know they'd go whizzing by you as close as they could and then make you trip up they would sometimes get in the penalty box mm -hmm. which wasn't any kind of penalty because their girlfriends would come sit with them in the penalty box and they'd just make out <laughs> i'm like oh i want to go in the penalty box let me push some volume yeah. so i can make out my yeah bad boys always got the girl i found it was a life lesson if i ever learned one yes but i mean I don't know if it really had a happy endings. No. Peaked in high school. Yeah. Hashtag peaked in high school. Yeah. In the 1980s, a billion or so people were waking up from a socialist nightmare. Because of both mismanagement and maliciousness, Chairman Mao Zedong oversaw a cultural genocide, the murder and imprisonment of millions, and the largest famine in recorded human history, which started in 1949. In the late 60s, mobs of students called the Red Guards, with Mao's blessing, went around the country ransacking homes and schools, pulling out books and other items they deemed bourgeois, right-wing, capitalists, and counter-revolutionary. In the end, this only left a handful of books that anyone could read legally. Citizens found with such materials were denounced, lost their jobs, publicly beaten, and in many cases, murdered by the Red Guards. But relevant to our next guest, 
So many teachers were imprisoned or killed, many schools just shut down for a generation. That is, until the death of the chairman in the late 70s. Deng Xiaoping ascended to leadership and quickly liberated parts of the economy, relaxed censorship, and reopened many of the schools. A man who goes by the English name Moonlight talks about what the 1980s were to he and other Chinese his age. So you were born when? 1965. 65. Okay, yeah. so by the 1980s, you were in uh, middle school or? Middle school and university. Mm -hmm. I got into university from 19... 84. And after 1987, I began to work in okay. a company. At that time, China uh, was just beginning to open up mm -hmm. to the outside. So at that time, the people, they were hungry for knowledge. Mm -hmm. And they always have all kinds of hopes about uh, the countries or about the future. From 1976 or seven, some universities began to open. So at that time, people were all poor, not some rich. They're almost the same. Everybody's poor. Everybody's oh, poor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mingbai, Mingbai. I got into the university. So when I got there, it has opened for maybe two or three years. Uh -huh. uh, I know some teachers, they are not university normal teachers. They were chosen from some middle school. So, so they were middle school teachers yeah, teaching yeah. at university? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at that time, it was very hard to find a good teacher. Actually, there was a teacher in uh, middle school. Uh, when I was in middle school, he was my English teacher. And when I got chance to get into the university, he was chosen as a university English uh -huh. teacher. Uh -huh. Was that one of your favorite teachers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because so of him, I was interested in English at that time. Ah, so he made you interested in English? Yes. He had a high level in teaching English, mm -hmm. but according to my view today, mm -hmm. he uh, was not as good as most English teachers today. Right. But 30 years ago, it was hard to find such right. good English teacher and uh, some other teachers. Right. So uh, the, uh, most of them are just so-so, and the, most of the textbooks are boring. Mm -hmm. Just one book <laughs> I was attracted by when I was in the university for several years. I began to be interested in writing, so that book really helped me to to be interested in writing. And you've published one book. One book. And you have written a second book uh, mm. that you're going to publish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. At that time, there were not so many uh, people like me who were lucky to get into universities. So most of middle school students, they had no chance to get into universities. Some of them went to the army or they went to some company as uh, workers. Talk about the, how the culture changed in the 1980s for China, because before everyone wore the same clothes mm. and you know things were kind of bleak, but things became exciting in the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the beginning of 
China opened its door to outside. So everything coming from outside was oh, so yeah. fresh. Yeah. Before you were only allowed to read maybe Mao's book. Yeah, and, yeah. And just a few other things, right? Yeah. So also from 1980s, I could read some novels, some books from Taiwan or from other parts of the world, mm -hmm. translated into Chinese from other languages. So when I read them, I think the style were so different from the books or from the novels I read before. There is a writer I like best named Chung Yao, a young lady who wrote a lot of novels about love. And she was from Taiwan. Her novels, just like Deng Lijun's song, with very special styles from her writing, you can feel deep things about traditional Chinese culture. But before, I read some books in China, but they are with no deep Chinese culture. Because Mao wanted to forget history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this is an important reason. But from reading the novels, I began to know very old poems in Chinese history. So Taiwan preserved Chinese culture from being destroyed completely. Of course, yeah. of course. This is very important reason. So we should thank Taiwan. Of, of course. Someone told me, if you want to learn real Chinese culture, you have to go to Taiwan or Hong Kong or some... Like Singapore or Malaysia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah or the yeah. diaspora. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I can tell you a story. Uh, several years ago, I went to uh, Xining. I went to the countryside. I found they have kept a lot of traditional Chinese tradition, but in some big cities, in the inner cities, mm. it's hard to find this kind of right. thing. During Mao's reign, only two or three films were produced a year and they were often just government propaganda, wooden epics about the glory of the communist revolution. Again, in the 1980s, things relaxed, and in theaters, the country saw an act of love they'd never seen on the big screen before. Moonlight explains. Uh, there is a movie we call it Love in Rusan. Rusan is a famous mountain. This movie was uh, very famous at that time. The young people like this movie very much. You know why? There is a scene in this movie. It's a young couple, they kissed. This is the first time in Chinese history for the audience to see in big screen for young couple to kiss wow. in the movie. <laughs> so this movie was shocked uh -huh. by the people who watched this movie. Mm. Even today, this movie is still showing in Lusan. Which province? Jiangxi. This movie has been rent for most times. Guinness recorder. Oh, Guinness. Yeah, Book yeah. Book of World yeah, Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has wow. created a new number <laughs> because it has been rent in China in the cinema for many, many times. Wow. So maybe so, it's the most watched movie in the world. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Oh. Wow. So if you go to the mountains,、mm-hmm. you can choose to watch this movie. And lastly, our good friend Cat Taylor relays the links he went to to finally get to see his favorite band live.、Uh, I finally got to see the Ramones in 1988. Saw them live. Yes, live at Nashville Center Stage. That was a great experience for me. I because, bet. Because <laughs> it's your favorite band. It was my favorite band, and I was ecstatic because I wasn't 21 yet, and they were playing an all ages show. So I went there with a couple friends of mine.、Uh, one guy was actually a college professor at MTSU where I was going to school. Another guy's a fellow student, and.、Um, So I, you know, would go in and excited, and then they said, you know, under 21 has to go up in the balcony, and you get up to the balcony, and it's like it's crammed full of kids, and you can't see squat up there, you know. It, so I was, I was hot, you know. I was like, <laughs> no, this can't happen. I got to be down where I can see them,、uh-huh. and I was, I had to come up with a plan. So I'm sitting looking around, and I see the the college professor down there. Guy's about 35 years old, you know, taller than me, overweight, you know, thinning hair. I had really long hair at the time and stuff, and、uh, really skinny and short. And I'm yelling and say, "Hey!" I said, "Meet me over there in the restroom." You know, I got to tell you something. So he goes over there and I said, "I need to use your ID." <laughs> he goes, "What?"、Well, I go, "I go, I can't be up there during the show. I gotta be down there." I said, "It's terrible up there. It's cramped for us. I'm not even gonna drink. I just want to see the band." So he he let me use it. I don't think he thought it was going to work, and it probably shouldn't have, because I went back through and the guy said, "Well, you're already in." And I said, "Yeah." I said I wasn't planning on drinking, but I don't want us to be stuck up there. So I'm sitting here showing this ID that says I'm 35 years old, but I'm clearly not, and it looks nothing like me. And the guy just looked and is like, you know, and I'm just glad he had mercy on what we did, because it was like rock solid security, and usually they're real jerks, but. I, I don't know why. I guess he had sympathy on this poor Ramones fan, and he decided to believe me. And you know, true to my word, I didn't drink. So yeah. But yeah, I had a blast. I was so glad to get down there and be, you know, on the floor and、so、right in front of him. You know. So you're pretty close to him, huh? Yeah, I was on the. I got to the front at some point. Come on now, come on now. I want to thank all my guests today, including James Boyer, Jill McWhorter, Clendening, Kristen Bell, Jay Knox. Tony Davis from T Town, Tullahoma; Seth Christian, Kelly Harris, DJ Emerald, DJ Jackpuck, and DJ Mindub, Moonlight, and Cat Taylor. If you dug this episode, be sure to check out the other fluorescent decade on the hill episodes, in addition to our '80s series, songs from a 1980s roller rink dumpster. And all of these are available on both Podbean.com and TheBroFisticate.com. And if you've got some good '80s memories. Shoot us an email. We'd love to hear them. In the corner, back by the woodpile podcast is produced by a closet, a pocket, and a suitcase. You can email us at spuncounterguy@hotmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at spuncounterguy. And if you'd like to see a list of former episodes of In the Corner, Back by the Woodpile, go to spuncounterguy.com and click on the pictures of piles of wood with chairs in front. Be sure to download the new Podbean app to hear this podcast and others on your tablet and smartphone. And a special thanks to thebrofisticate.com. Bro